0: This is the drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24 seven home of the black and gold SNR Steelers nation radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson and uh, Matt. Uh, we've spent a large portion of this show talking about Ben Roethlisberger, his retirement, what that means. Sure. And of course the, the, retirement of Tom Brady uh, we mentioned rivers is now gone. Breeze is now gone. Manning is now gone. Um, and I, and I know Steeler fans are looking at this. A lot of people are looking at this as the, the AFC is now the, um,
1: Young quarterback.
0: Yeah. It it is. This is the, this is where it's at. Um, who's the, who's number one moving forward. Who's the, who's the best quarterback. What are the, what are your top five going into next year?
1: Who? So you're not talking about who am I building around, you know the young guy you're talking about who's the best quarterback in the league right yeah. now is that is it
0: still Aaron Rodgers is it
1: it's Rodgers okay i mean this is back to like our baddest conversation i mean the, the the last thing you saw was a bad taste in your mouth but i thought it might have been his best year i mean his line was as bad as the steelers and always injured and he's got one major weapon and is dominant i i, th- I still think that he has just about everything still physically, but is unbelievably advanced mentally compared to the other ones we might talk uh, about at the top of the list.
0: Okay. Who is Mahomes then number two or how's, does this this year's playoffs, does that change your opinion of Mahomes?
1: Slightly. Um, This year changes my opinion of Mahomes because like when we, previewed Steelers Chiefs round one and then Steelers Chiefs round two I said over and over wow Mahomes has really matured since week six year one year two he has learned to check the ball down and not have to be Superman until he didn't (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) yeah you know this last game I really feel like Reed and Mahomes have to go a weekend away and self-scout and say, everyone's gunning for us. This isn't 2019 anymore. You know, we need to change who we are a little bit and we're not adapting and everyone is around us. And we need to take, take a little bit more chief's inventory here of what we are. Because uh, I, I've said this a million times. It's just it seemed like a lot of hubris, arrogance about, oh, we'll get it done. Pat will bail us out. You know, we're more talented. These guys can't hang around. And that's just not how the league works. We've never seen a quarterback that can just will his way to wins time and time again. But his body of work and his talent is remarkable. I mean, I still think, I think he's closer to one than
0: he is three. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Okay, so if those are the top two, who's third? Allen. Okay. Yeah.
1: Alan. Yeah. I mean, no one cares who the runner up MVP is, but he was the runner up last year and was amazing this year and even better in the playoffs. Has really, really come into his own. Yeah, I think he's pretty clearly my three. Okay. Now I got to think.
0: Though. Now it like, gets interesting. Like, if if does what Burrow does in the Super Bowl does that factor into this?
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: what's, what team, Stafford does?
1: As I say, if we're only talking about now, Burrow versus Stafford's play next Sunday is going to carry more weight, of course, than a Week Six matchup. You know, where one of them doesn't play great or whatever. Um, I'm sitting here trying to jot down names of who I would even consider for this honor and see if I'm missing anyone. I I have Burrow. I have Stafford. I have Herbert. I still have Lamar. I mean, I know he's a different beast. I have Dak and I have Russell Wilson still is, is there somebody that maybe is number four that we're not thinking about? I'm actually pulling up a list here just so I don't miss anybody. Uh, I think that's
0: the short list,
1: and and Kyler maybe. I don't know yeah. that I can put him in that that level, but I think he you would have like eyes. a month
0: into the season, and then well, you know, again the yeah. size the size factors in that. Uh, you I don't to, know if he can play 17 games. Right, take a beating.
1: Yeah, I mean his littleness has shown up now two years in a row and maybe it's a fluke and maybe he'll go 10 years. I mean, there was a time we said Matthew Stafford's injury prone early in his years, you know, and then come December or whatever. Um, Dak is really high on my list. I think he's really advanced mentally, toughness, and I think that this will go down as one of his worst years because he came off such a gruesome injury that I don't know that he was ever quite the same this year. I'm also still very much a Wilson believer and whether it's here or somewhere else, I would love to see him on a new team and, you know, just see what that looks like. But Lamar is really hard to play against. <laughs> it's just like... I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's I got seven names here. I mean, if I'm building a team, it's Burrow or Herbert, but that's not what we're doing here. I I still think their youth shows up, Then it might show up in the Super Bowl, too, for Burrow. I, I love their makeup. I think they're tremendous prospects. That's being a little hard on them. But there's something to be said for being around the block at the quarterback position.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, so if the ceiling for any of the quarterbacks in this year's draft – is let's say it's Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr. Okay. Is that good enough? Cousins isn't.
1: See, I like, I think Carr's the same tier as Cousins, but he's the class of that tier. Okay. You know what I mean? Like if we were doing a list, he would probably be my 10th best quarterback in the league, 11, where Cousins would probably be. In the Tannehill fifteen neighborhood, or you know what I mean? I I think you can win Super Bowls with Carr. I don't know that you can with Cousins and Tannehill and those guys.
0: So then you're saying maybe no? Those maybe guys aren't no. good.
1: But I don't know that. See, and I guess I will revisit this many times between now and draft day is as we learn more about these quarterbacks, they might not be as good of prospects as we've seen in the past, but if they hit, I mean, Willis has a really high ceiling, right? right you know I mean, right. you know what I mean? He may not hit. I mean, maybe there's a less chance that Willis hits than Lamar hitting when they both came out of school. But if they do, they're better than cousins. You know what I mean? Even Hal to me, I mean, or strong, I mean, could Strong be a dominant passer with some mobility? Could be. I mean, I I still think the, the the ceiling for those guys is higher than cousins, for what I know. And frankly, I know Pitt fans aren't gonna like this. That's what worries me most about Pickett is his floor might be the highest, but his ceiling might be the lowest.
0: Yeah, I think I could agree with that. I mean, he's he's maybe more of a finished product. Mm-hmm. and the other guys in this draft and and so you look at that and go okay you don't it's not as much of a, a, a projection with right him.
1: I, I think i know yeah. what he is you know yeah he's been it's a lot of tape to go off of only one year is really exceptional but he's not overwhelming in other areas you know so uh, i don't know that he can be a top five player in the at the position you know i don't know if that's possible for him
0: yeah um I I don't know that it is either. I think he's mm. I think he's a, a good prospect. Um yeah. you know I I the people was you know people said well he, he you know he better numbers than Dan Marino at Pitt.
1: That's that's apples yes. and oranges. It's apples so and Mario. oranges. You that know
0: 1980s. Yeah. <laughs> So did Alex Van Pelt. How'd that work out?
1: <laughs> right, right. I mean, that then Bailey Zappi should be the first pick in the draft. Right. You it's know, not all know, about the.
0: It's not all about numbers. You know what at college level? Yeah. What can you do? What what you, what are you capable of? Mm-hmm. Um, you know. So I I, I don't know. I, I mean, it, it's tough to look at guys. I mean, I, I think I think I would be if you could get a Derek Carr out of this draft, I guess I would be okay with it, but you better be able to, to surround him with talent. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm not even talking, I'm talking about Derek Carr-like talent. Maybe he's a better leader than Derek Carr. Not that Derek, I'm not saying Derek Carr right, is right, a bad right, right, leader, right. but that, that factors into it too. Yeah, a little bit more t- uh,
1: toughness and tangibles, those type of things. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess the question comes down to, if I could give you rookie Derek Carr on his rookie contract for the 20th pick in this draft, would you make that trade right now?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, that means you're not taking a tackle at 20. You're not taking a
0: tackle. You're not taking an inside linebacker. You're not taking something else. I I, I guess you would. I mean, Carr was an early second round draft pick Mm -hmm. when he came out, but
1: that's not relevant now. Right. That doesn't, that's,
0: you know, if he were in this draft, where would he go?
1: Knowing what you know, he'd go first overall, probably. Right.
0: So, you know. He's
1: a top 12 quarterback, so you take it. But there's also an argument to say, I would rather take Willis and see if I can get to be a top five guy, even though if I miss, I lose, you know, I mean, door number two has some appeal here.
0: It does. Um, I just don't know how much, it, 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 let's put, put yourself in Kevin Colbert's shoes right now. Mm-hmm. You've got a team mm-hmm. with some veteran players on it. The Cam Haywards, the TJ Watts, the Minka Fitzpatrick. These are guys that are, are aren't going to be a long, around 10 years from now. I think we can agree that. Sure. Uh, sure. That's, that's going to happen. You've got, so, but you've, you, you got Najee Harris. Isn't going to be around,
1: you know, t- even say six years. I mean, maybe six years. Yeah. Nobody's around 10. I mean, that, that's, Yeah, the the league just doesn't work that way,
0: right? Unless you're Frank Gore, Um, Right, right? Right. You know. So, do you draft for upside, or do you draft for immediate? Hey, this is you know we gotta we gotta win now.
1: My rule of thumb more and more is if I'm gonna add a quarterback, I'm taking a cut to try to knock the ball not even out of the park, but I mean out of the city. And if I miss, so be it. But if I land the next. Allen Mahomes Lamar. Wow. You know, I, I think I'd rather come to the plate a couple times and miss and go for the massive upside guy. And before I really studied these guys, I, I didn't want to like pigeonhole it, but I thought Willis would be my number one quarterback because of that, you know, that uh, there's a, so much, he has the best tools in this draft. So I, I'm going to draft tools. And I'm not going to say he's my number one. I need to find out more about his makeup and I want to watch him a little more. And some of these other guys are growing on me too, but I, I think I'm rolling the dice to try to get, you know,
0: the the, the big hit there. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't argue that, but you also then look at, if you, if you make that move, um, you might stink for a year or two. Right. Or he may never,
1: he might not be able to see the field. I mean, he could be Trey Lance sitting there for a whole year. He could or be Jordan Love, you know. He could be Jordan Love. You know, right. He could be there's, – there's a lot of risk. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I don't know how you balance that. That's going to be – it's going to be fascinating to see what the Steelers do and how they handle that part of the equation. Um, see,
1: to me, that's the beauty of Rudolph, though, because you do have at least a bird in the hand. It's not the most beautiful bird in the whole aviary, but it's a bird <laughs> in the hand. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If worst case scenario is Rudolph starts as a starter and maybe even finishes the year as a starter while this guy blooms or flourishes, I I at least am putting something out there that I, you know, that's that I at least know, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, Um, I don't know.
1: The whole thing I. you can take a lot of different approaches to it. Cause frankly, if you gave me a 22 year old Derek Carr, I would gladly ship you the 20th pick in the draft for that.
0: Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. On, you know, on the, a first round contract, the, the, the problem is, I mean, the Steelers haven't been quarterback shopping no. really quarterback shopping in almost 20 years. So, uh, yeah. you know, uh, A generation of of Steeler fans have never seen this process happen before.
1: No. And any of us, one of the funniest things I read all the time, and I'm sure you've read it all over the internet, is, well, the Steelers won't be after Watson, Wilson, Rogers, because that's not what they do. How do you have any clue what they do? (laughs) I'm not saying there are going to be in the market for those guys. I'm just saying none of us know what their philosophy is to get a franchise quarterback because they haven't done it
0: forever. Yeah. I mean, they haven't had to do it. I mean, it's, right. it's, it's, uh, you know, two years ago when people were banging the drum for this, oh, the Steelers need to sign this guy or that guy. Well, they still had Roethlisberger. That's why it didn't make sense. Then why are you signing a, a quarterback to be your, your, your backup who might possibly he's going to cost you a, he's going to cost you money. And B, That's the thing, right?
1: You not the cap yeah. space to pull it. You not the either. cap space to do it is Who's
0: who's going to want to come sit behind Ben Roethlisberger for a couple of years, right? Because he, he never comes off the field. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it, it, he's he's famous. Famously, doesn't come off the field. So, you know, you, nobody was going to sign up for that. Well, now you're in a different spot,
1: now, you know, big time. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think we have we haven't talked a lot about this, and I don't really think it's in the cards. But if the cost for Russell Wilson was number 20, next year's first, and the next year's third, I think I'm doing it.
0: I think it's going to be more than that, though.
1: I do, too, probably. I mean, Stafford, I mean,
0: I, Stafford was two firsts, a third, and Jared Goff.
1: Yeah, but some of that was so you could take Goff away. I mean, they had to pay to get rid of Goff. But,
0: but Darnold,
1: Darnold was a two and a four and had never done anything in the world. And Wentz was a one and two threes and yeah. had one good year in his life. So yeah. these guys are going to be more expensive than any of us want to believe I, that much. I, I do think
0: plus there'll be a market.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's the other part of the equation. You know, what kind of market was there for Carson Wentz? What, was there a big market for Matthew Stafford? I don't know. Right, right, right. I mean, how this year there's more, there's more quarterback needy teams, seemingly. I mean, now the now the Buccaneers are in the in the mix. It's
1: funny. I almost <laughs> said the exact same thing. It's like, could the Bucks say, yeah, we lose Gronk, but we're still only two years removed from the Super Bowl. We're a pretty old team. We'll win this division for sure with Russell Wilson and what we have left. Take a cup. take three first. And we'll and we'll give it a shot.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't blame him for it. No, I I wouldn't either. Um, But the Steelers don't seem to. Now, that's one thing that that I do know is is that they don't like trading. Uh, They had that. I remember talking to Art Rooney a couple years ago, and I asked him when when we talked to him after the end of the season about the the Minka Fitzpatrick trade. And he said he had to spend a lot of time pacing to to come to the decision to, to to trade a future draft pick for an established player because it was something his dad firmly didn't believe in Like they, from since the sixties, they hadn't done that
1: Yeah, uh, because, because that's paid so bad. That's what got yeah. them in
0: trouble in the sixties was trading away future draft picks.
1: It, it probably felt unnatural, you know, like this is not what we do. We've had great success drafting in the first round. We have a tremendous uh, GM and talent evaluator. That's going to land a great player at a, at a cost that we can deal with. But that's to me was the beauty to make a deal that a lot of people overlooked at the time was this guy is cost controlled like crazy. You know, the Miami paid his his bonus, then he's not going to hurt your cap very much, and you had a year of you know NFL film to evaluate.
0: Yeah, but trading for a veteran starting quarterback is going to not only you giving up the draft picks, but then you're going to have to pay the contract.
1: Yeah, I mean. Most of these aren't quarterback related, but a lot majority of the big deals have favored the teams getting picks. I mean, like the Jamal Adams trade was stupid to begin with, but even like as great as Khalil Mack is, you'd probably rather have the couple first and because you got to, you got to trade for the guy. Now i got to extend them too. like not only reaching in one pocket and taking all my draft picks, but then you reach in the other pocket and take my ability to make my team better through outside the organization. That's really rough. I mean, it's, you, you really have to think that guy is the difference. Russell Wilson might be, you know what I mean? I mean, if, if again, if it's two firsts, I'm in, if it's four firsts, I'm
0: not. Yeah. Yeah, well, gonna yeah. be interesting. We'll, we'll continue to uh, to talk about this and well, everything else that comes along on, in terms of the Steelers and and uh, the draft process. What happens with uh, with Kevin Colbert? What happens with the GM? All that stuff. I mean, this is a, a completely an off season of of unbelievable uh, turnover for the Pittsburgh Steelers, who have been yeah. one of the more stable franchises for a long, long time and have won because of that stability. Well, now we're we're seeing a little bit of instability of here. And yeah, uh, yeah interesting I mean,
1: coach, times coaching hires left and right this week. There's, you know, you're at the senior bowl. We're going to have all kinds of uh, draft stuff to talk about as well. So, uh, I mean, just when you think things are going to get
0: quiet they don't at all. No, absolutely not. So anyways, um, that's going to do it for today's show. So for my partner, Matt Williamson, uh, I'm Dale Lally. We appreciate you listening to this edition of the drive on Steelers nation radio.